Waffles are my favorite. You got any mayonnaise? I like mayonnaise on my waffles. Fuck it, then I'll do it. Go Welcome it, do to it. everybody. So, Dan, what have you been up to lately? What have you been? That was the worst intro ever. Nobody knows what they're Fucking watching. Smooth. Nobody knows yeah. where they can find us. Welcome Nobody knows to who the Ropers Season yeah. Two, Episode Five, where we put mayonnaise on waffles. Joining me tonight, <laughs> with with his echo, is Dan. Am I still in... echoing? No, you're fine. No, he's fucking with you. Uh, <laughs> up in one of my corners, I don't know about yours, is uh, Steve, who has finally done with Ghost Recon Wildlands. And also Mex, who gave away all of his uh, prize shinies this weekend. How is everybody doing today? Fantastic. That was way better than me. Guess what you just, you're now not only the marketing manager, Am but you're also, the, you're, also, you're also the host and you get three more zeros. All right. Yeah. Cashing in those zeros. You get a thousand percent raise. Still nothing. <laughs> What's up? What's everybody been playing? Steve, what have you been playing this week? See, if you say Ghost Recon Wildlands, I'm leaving. All right. Well, I did play some Ghost Recon Wildlands. <laughs> Bye, Dan. <laughs> I, I this, played that. This for was like, a topic of debate earlier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he told me it, it, it's all I ever talk about. Now, I played that for like 30 seconds uh, just because I hadn't played it in a while and was like, do I still have the passion for it? Uh, it got shot and killed like twice. And I was like, yeah, this is going to go back on the shelf for a bit. So I've been playing. Uh, I was going to move on to Dark Souls, one of those. And then we saw the news for uh vampire the masquerade bloodlines 2 which bloodlines 1 i really really enjoyed so so much so that i went back to it with the new fan made patch because that game that game is a little fucked up <laughs> it it came out with like the alpha source engine so they had no idea what they were kind of doing and apparently there was a leak for the source engine when that game was being developed so they pushed out the door with like a partially censored engine <laughs> so it had a lot of issues and the fan made patch fixed some things added some things in which i don't really notice because i haven't played it in so long but it does seem a little bit smoother but i always really enjoyed that game it's sort of like a a pretty good blend of a action rpg well done story and if you like the vampire sort of like mythos, especially that version of it, it's really well done. And um, did, does anybody here know anything about Vampire the Masquerade? It's a that that was in my video game dark hole where Final Fantasy XI was the only thing I played. So no. So I I vaguely remember playing it, and you got so excited over the announcement of the the second one that doesn't come out till next year. Yeah. Uh, that I went on GOG and picked up. They had the original for five bucks. I was like, in for five bucks. Mm -hmm. As soon as you told me there was a quality of life mod. Yeah, no, it's it's a ton of fun. Um, Vampire the Masquerade is not a video game series. It's a, um, it's a lifestyle. lifestyle. No, it's it's a <laughs> it's an RPG, pen and paper RPG. So it's like D and D. Like D and D has video games, but they all suck. There was a board game as well, wasn't there? I think so. It's just like all those things. They'll just, you know, try to Tack milk on. them for whatever they can. 
my first intro to Vampire was way back when we played Magic in high school, because the place that we went to, they would shut down in the evenings over the summer and like kick everybody out, and all these weird goth nerds would show up, and we're like, what are these people doing here? And they would shut down the shop to play uh, Vampire the Masquerade, and like totally just nerd out because the shop owner also like carved out a secret closet with a bed and just lived there so <laughs> they never had anywhere to go <laughs> but i know i i really enjoyed it and i hope you do give it a shot and play it uh some parts of it might be a little antiquated or not quite make sense because even they don't to me since it's its own rpg so it has its own sort of stats and values but it's pretty easy the only thing I would highly recommend is don't play as a Nosferatu and don't play as a Malkavian to start because that's picking the race of your vampire because all vampires have like a clan that they descended from and the Nosferatu are like, you ever see that black and white like weird kind of rat looking vampire mm -hmm. that's kind of deformed? they're all like that so if you get bitten by one of them you kind of turn into looking like them and you can't be out in the public because the whole point of the masquerade is you have to hide vampires so uh, you have to basically stick to the shadows and you have to navigate the towns by the sewers you're forced into the underground and it's an interesting way to play but it's frustrating if you're just trying to play normally and the Malkavians are uh, insane. Like, they're actually, all of them will have a clinical insanity. So they're a lot of fun to play because your dialogue options are just, like, batshit insane responses to what people are talking to you. And, like, you'll be walking down a street and, like, a stop sign will force you into a conversation and start, like, calling you a dickhead because <laughs> you're you're crazy. <laughs> Yeah. So it, it sounded interesting enough that I was I'm willing to give it a try. So I'll probably throw that on in the next week or so. Yeah, you'll you'll have to just kind of give it a pass on some weird graphical issues and it looking not super fantastic because it is old. still an old game. Yeah, but it's it's old, but it just passes. Like you can still enjoy it on like you know some PlayStation games, which are just so ugly you can't really deal with it anymore. But yeah, I've been playing that, reliving some old experiences. Some of the storylines are pretty good. There's a lot of like mini quests, which are pretty interesting. I liked getting uh, my ass kicked with a severed arm because some guy was beating me to death with it as I feebly shot him with a gun that sucks. Um, that was one of the things about the new vampire that I was a little... I'm iffy on because I always like to play these games as... I thought you were going to say you like your vampires to be glistening and uh, have <laughs> werewolves feuding with them. No, I like my vampires to be loaded with guns, which is not really what they're supposed to do. But it's an RPG where they have, like, you can put skill points into firearms and be better at them. So I was just a vampire that would suck your blood, turn it into a massive pool of health, and then just gun you down. And it sounds like that's not really part of the second one as much the as... The second one looks like Dishonored 3, if I'm being honest. Just the yeah, feel that, I get from it. That wasn't uh, gameplay at all. Oh it yeah, was... no, I meant as the story they're setting up. The world, the characters, it all kind of looks like a Dishonored spinoff. Yeah, and the 
the article as it was written, the person who they either played or watched the person play like a, an alpha or beta version of it. Um, they said that there are weapons, but they're more like opportunities. So if somebody has a gun and you kill them, like you can pick it up, but once it's out of bullets, you just get rid of it. And I was like, that's not really what I want to see or hear, but it's so early that who knows? We'll see what happens to it. So I'm looking forward to that. And as long as it stays on track to be interesting, that'll probably be a day one buy. And if it looks really, really good, I'll probably take a day off to. This, to this is where you need your soundboard. We need like an alarm bell, sirens mm-hmm. going off, day one by. Raveborn. Yeah, there, there are you know a handful of games that I'll do that kind of thing too, but they are very rare nowadays. So like, if there was a, actually, I kind of fell off with Divinity, two, but I still really like the Divinity Original Sin series. So such a good game. I know. I, I played. Bye-bye. I played the first Divinity Original Sin start to finish three times. I beat it solo. I beat it with a friend of mine. I beat it with my wife. And I thought it was kind of funny because when I beat it with my wife, uh, there's like endings based on how you and your partner like argued at various points in the game. And so our ending was like, we have a mutual respect for each other. And we became like grateful friends till the end of time. So it's not going to be like Exhibit A in the future divorce proceedings. It's like, we got along in Divinity. (laughs) No, but my friend and I, when we finished, we became like gay lovers. (laughs) So I was like, uh... There's there's room for improvement then. Just a little bit. So that was... uh, I saw there's a... What's the new one called? It's got a real long name for a fancy word for Divinity 2 plus XCOM, and I'm all over it. Yeah, what the hell? Oh, Fallen Heroes. Divinity Fallen Heroes. Uh, We'll see how that turns out. I think... Sold. I'm already sold. (laughs) I I like the tactical turn-based idea to it, but... It's already kind of a tactical turn-based game, but I'm curious to see what else they can add to it. I think... Armor didn't exist in the first one, did it? Never played the first one. I only played the second one. I don't think it did. And honestly, I think it was a interesting and good way to play the game, but I felt it also kind of ruined the second one. Because the second one always turned into a giant shit show of just how many elements and fire and acid can you have literally I, I, covering the screen. I was unaware you could play that game not on fire. Yeah. And the first one, since armor didn't exist, if you bathed everything in fire, everybody just died. So you couldn't really do that. And it didn't facilitate it quite as much as the second one. So uh, I don't know. Armor has its pros and cons, but I think after playing the first one for so long, I just kind of got annoyed with it. And I haven't made it to the second chapter, and I've replayed it like three times. Whereas I beat the first one three times, so yeah. I think there's something to be said about that. Dan, what have you been playing this week? Uh, Baba is you. Ooh, that's loud. I, I, I have. I, I can't still be loud. This mic is so far away from my face. <laughs> so tell yeah, me more I, about this. I picked up Baba. Is, I, I I've been. Like, all day I've been trying to figure out how I'm going to describe this game to you guys. I've been told that I need to play it, but I have not dug into it yet. What is it called again? Baba is You. So, I 
I mean, there's no way to do it without sounding like a crazy person, so I'm just going to do it anyways. So it's like a, a logic-based game where there are... So the, the very first puzzle, Baba is a little, like, bunny dog little thing. And on the screen, it says, Baba is you. Spoiler. So you can control Baba, little dog around. And it also says, Flag is win. So then if you want to, to beat that level, you got to put Baba on Flag. And then it just gets more complex from there. So I, I was sitting on the couch last night playing uh, and muddling to myself, like, Baba is you. Water is hot. Crate is melt. <laughs> but if crate is float, then crate won't go in water. Crate is hot, but float. And but crate has love, and love is win. So I need to melt crate with hot water. And just and my wife is like, "What are you even talking about?" <laughs> it's like, it was Dan, like stroke, stroke is Dan. <laughs> it, It's a. Uh, it's definitely worth fifteen bucks. It's a fun you, puzzle game that will make you lose your insanity. It's a great switch game. You were 100% correct. There is no way to explain that without no, sounding insane. No, no. And, like, there, there was a level where, you know, you're not always Baba. You can be everything, anything. So I ended up being the text. It's a bullshit. Text, Baba text, is text, you. Text you is, is you. Baba. So I could move all the text around the screen and everything else. You know, it, it you just it's impossible. To, you you got to just look at it. Because even after playing it, I don't. I still don't really understand what the hell I'm doing. It's on my list. But uh, and I'm about done with uh, Devil May Cry Five. I think I'm two missions away from the end. I, I am inching along with that. I got to the uh, spoiler alert Dante missions, and they just they're like twice as long as the other ones. They just fucking crawl for me. Uh it's they 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 are definitely not uniform in length. They go from, you know, you think you've, you're done with the mission, you, know, you get to a mid-boss, and you think that's the end boss, and there's still another half an hour left. And then there are some mm -hmm. missions where it's just like, all right, done, here, five minutes, and you're done. So, I was playing one of his missions, and I took a break to get a snack and watch uh, American Dead. And I left the game on. I'm like, I'll be back in 22 minutes. I'll just pick up there. I ended up falling asleep on the couch. I woke up at 1.30 in the morning, and I was like, oh, shit, my computer's still on. I'm like half awake, one eye open, and I go, <laughs> I'm going to finish the stage. I'm not doing it again. <laughs> so I, I stayed up an extra 15 minutes, like 1.45, and then fell back asleep on the couch. Yeah, that, that game is that game's wild. Uh, did you get the motorcycle yet? I just got to the motorcycle. Because okay, that's, that's just the fact that you can break a motorcycle in part and use it as a weapon is just insane. But it's, uh, I guess it's probably still my fourth, like my front runner for game of the year. I haven't played anything better than it yet. But still it's, early. It, it definitely isn't, it lost some of its shine. You know, it could have been, I would have loved, I, I'm a really big fan of the $30 game, the six hour, seven hour, $30 game. It doesn't ever stay its welcome. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, it's not, though. It's, I'm not, I'm not ready to say it overstayed its welcome. It's just, I'm ready to, for it to be over. I'm happy that I only have two missions left. And then you could add it to your 19 and 19. I sure can. So I want to jump in here with a question related to that. Do you do you guys find that games that have a sort of definitive push through start to finish are now better for you than the games that are just kind of more open-ended, do what you want sort that of things? A thousand percent. Because mm -hmm. yeah. I'm going to bring it back once again to piss Dan off wildlands because it fell apart for me where i really i i got as much as i could out of it but now it's just repetitive 
and there's so much more left to do if I was going to finish the game, but I don't really feel like I want to because I'm just going to do the same shit over and over again. Mm -hmm. And Vampire the Masquerade just has like a long series of missions and side missions, so it's more like you're constantly doing something new and getting forward to a goal and getting better as you go, and then it just ends. The ending is pretty fucking good, too. So, um, I wonder if it's just part of like us getting older that we just want to play a game start to finish and not quite have such an open ended fuck around forever type thing. Like I don't play GTAs anymore because there's so much other shit you can do besides I, the story. I, I, I beat GTAs now. I, I used to, I, I don't think I ever beat GTA three or vice city, but all the recent ones and the red deads, I beat them. Now I play them through with the story because I need something to push me along. See, I, I roleplay uh, Grand Theft Autos where I'll drive <laughs> around following traffic lights and listening to talk radio. Just in real I, life. Yeah, and I'll I'll be like an hour or two hours into it. I'll be like, what the fuck am I doing? I could do this in real life. I I did that for Vice City, but I didn't do that for any of the other ones. Uh, but I, yeah, I used to like just drive around in like a shitty car just up and down the strip over and over again listening to... I think it was like Open Anthony or something like whatever they had on, on there that was the talk radio. But yeah, no, I you can, do, you can do an open world right and and still you know satisfy me. The, the God of War is a perfect example of it. It's it's an open you can kind of go in any direction you want, but it's not sprawling. I don't like games that don't value my time. And a lot of games just the map. Oh, the map's nine hundred kilometers wide. It's, it, it, there's nothing in it. It's empty. That's great. Yeah, there's a tree over there. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't want to play this game. If you, I, and that was the main reason why Red Dead. I'm never going to go back to because it, 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 it didn't. It didn't value my time. It, it it spit in your face. It said you're going to ride your horse for 15 minutes to get back to town. and You're going to like it. And and some people are into that kind of thing. And that's not me. I I gotta ask. You sent a picture on. I believe it was Saturday in the Discord of a Deadpool pinball table, did you play it? Uh, I did not. You son of a bitch. I had, it was a dollar to play. <laughs> Worth it. I had, I had 50 cents and quarters, and I had a <laughs> bunch of nickels, and I didn't feel like going up to the bartender and asking her to exchange my nickels and dimes for you, more quarters. You jab those nickels in so they have to call a specialized technician in to fix what you made. <laughs> it's like, how much money did you put in? They just hits the button a bunch of times. <laughs> Yeah. Anything, no, anything else on your back. list for this week? I, I go to that, but now that's pretty much it. Baba is you is really it's that's been my that's been my jam. It's taken away from my normal hour, hour and a half that I put into uh, Devil May Cry Five. Now it's just sitting on the couch playing Baba is you. Uh, so, cardboard cutout of Max. Uh, I'm gonna jump. <laughs> uh, what did you do this week? I uh, played Pokemon. Mm -hmm. If that uh, shocks you at all. It does. I and, did not uh, expect that. Yeah, that's this is a shock face. That's about it. Did you give anything away this weekend? Yeah, I gave away my shiny legendaries, so that was a lot of fun. Uh, you're you're, you're moving a mile a minute here. I mean, Tone uh, the excitement down. This is how I am on the stream normally, so this should not shock you. So does that officially reset your count, or are you just saying that you've now collected those I've, and you're looking for them? Sarah's right. I've also played a lot of poker. Um, yeah, I reset my number a little bit, so I have to go back and recatch them. So, which 
which ones did you have to give away? You didn't have any of the ones where you have to keep resetting the game over and over and over for, right? No, no. That's exactly what I gave away. Oh, okay. You gave away the legendaries this weekend. Yep. So how many did you have to give away? One of each. So three. Did you get a good turnout? I mean, three birds you... and a Mewtwo. Uh, so you did you complete everything, or did you still have some that you needed to collect before you did that? What do you mean? To finish like, all of them? You... Next. Yeah. No, no, I haven't completed it yet. So. so what did you have left over if you already had all the shiny legendaries? Uh, a couple of random stuff. The fossils are the big things because they're full odds, so they take a long time to get. Okay. Because I knew you said you had to like reset the game for the birds, but I know you're telling me that the fossils were the worst because you had to like do a total reset or they were more difficult in some way. You had way. to talk to Jeopardy Buzz a hundred thousand times. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just uh, they're the worst odds in the game. So, I mean, obviously they're going to take the longest. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it was fun. I'm, did uh, more... I'm glad I did it. So There is one more thing you played last week. And I'm sure Mayan still wakes up in the middle of the night hearing about it. But you played you played some PUBG, and we followed him around with a car horn. That's true. I completely for least... forgot about it. Although I did bring it up on stream today. That's uh... yeah. After after you left, Dan, we found a two seater snowmobile, and we were following him into houses, and just honking <laughs> the horn. And we survived the longest we survived all night by oh, just giving away our new strategy. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> We're the diversion to my and shooting everyone. Although the next round, he shot all the tires out of my truck. Yeah. So and we, we sat followed, there. We with, followed uh, him around on rims. With the flat tires. <laughs> for a solid 10 minutes. That was we tried. Fun. Yeah. So, uh, Jeff, what did you play this week? Well, I'm glad you asked, Jeff. I played a little bit of Dead or Alive 6, PUBG with Mayan. I went old school and picked up the Quest for Glory collection, which is early 90s computing at its finest i played the division 2 jumped back into overwatch with uh my girlfriend's brother and cousin and they politely told me that i'm terrible at it by <laughs> saying like oh that's a that's a difficult character to figure out oh <laughs> that's the worst that's if... I, I would have much rather just been told you know you're you're shit at this game but you're trying <laughs> well well we're on uh that real quick when did you stop when I the... stopped playing probably about a month after it came out. Okay. And uh, then picked up this weekend, the last weekend. So you'd probably be in roughly the same spot I was. We played for like two or three months and then we, we stopped. So we got through like uh, towards the end of the Olympics that they had. Or no, mm -hmm. I think it was uh, FIFA because they were doing a um, special, which was like, ah, oh, shit, what is that? What was that stupid soccer game with the cars that everyone was playing for a while? Uh, Rocket League. Yeah, yeah. It was basically like Overwatch Rocket League, and that was fun for a little while. But uh, my skill level with online shooters sort of plateaus. Like, I'm better than the garbage, but I'm not any better than, like, the 13-year-olds that play all day. So yes. um, who did you play as, if you had a main? Uh, I played mostly as Tracer. I couldn't, couldn't handle it. Uh, Junkrat. I just, so I was told that that was an easier character to start as, and my, uh, like, hey, why don't you put down the expensive thing, go play with this dollar store toy. <laughs> uh, Junkrat does not have 
uh, as high of a skill ceiling as a lot of other ones because his abilities are simplistic, right? There's You have a, a spike trap that people sit on, you have a mine that you can throw in people's faces, and then you just have a generic grenade launcher. So And the tire it, that kills me every time some asshole that plays his junk rat kills me it, with. It took me a long time to figure out that you killed yourself if you blew it up in front of your face. So I kept like running into the middle of everybody and immediately blowing it up as soon as it would let me. And I was like, who's killing me every fucking time I do that? And I was like, oh, it was me. <laughs> but uh, I played played a lot of him and Roadhog. Though Roadhog can be a little bit more difficult. But uh, the fast twitchy characters, mm, no thanks. Yeah, that's usually what I go to. I played The Witcher 3 with some uh, graphical mods to make it look even better than it did when it came out. Uh, play, I rewired my pinball table for the last time. Lies. It, it works. I have, I have a digital plunger that reacts exactly the length I'm pulling it out. It does the exact strength I'm doing it on. Uh, you can shake the cabinet now, and the ball moves where you're shaking the cabinet. Done. Never wiring this thing again. So you're shout out, out to <laughs> Plunger, who I purchased this off of. Uh, fantastic product. If any of our nine viewers want to be a psycho and build their own pinball table like me. Uh, I also got to play some real pinball this weekend, and I played that Deadpool table that I had told I you previously that. I had not played. I am in love with that table. I want one. I'm not going to bore you with the details. <laughs> I also played some Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Uh, I got into Sekiro. You're going to be murdered multiple times. I'm going to stop uh, you there. Um, as a person that's never touched the Dark Souls game I've, before, but do, I do enjoy hard video games. Why I like this game? Yes. It is infuriating. Is it, it is fair. Okay. It is very much fair where you can you, you kind of have to parry and block and make your shot. Um. But I hit a wall where, very early on in the game, it's the first character you have to kill twice, which I was unaware of is a thing. So I would get in there, kill him the one time, he'd drop down, get right back up. I go, ah, oh, all right, you want to go again? You want to go again? And then one hit, I'm dead. Three hours, I fought against this guy over and over and over again. Still, I haven't killed him. Still, but do you, like, do you know what you have to do, and you just can't do it, or like what? I can, I can go around, <laughs> but it's a matter of principle at this point. This guy needs to die, <laughs> uh, at least twice. <laughs> um, no, I, I think as I'm not really a a huge fan of the Dark Souls game. Um, I think I I like it. I think you would like it as well. Um. It's the the one of the main criticisms I have with Devil May Cry is that it's very mashy. Like you can just kind of mash and beat anything. You don't get a high score, but it's it's really mashy. Like can you just mash buttons and win? No, or like no, you you have you to pick your spots. Yeah. You have to kind of you get into these weird little like uh, beat it video standoffs mm -hmm. where you're just kind of like walking around waiting for them to take their shot. Mm -hmm. You jump back and you can stab them or block them or parry them and get them. Get them off balance for the what they have is their kill shots, where there's like a little red orb uh, shows up in their chest, and if you hit time it right, you do like an execution cutscene kind of thing. Um, but that's, that sounds a lot like Dark Souls with the uh, parry or backstab 
Or like the, the shield's parry if you can get it to go off. It's very much Dark Souls combat, but it's not. If that yeah, makes it's, any it's sense. got a different flavor to it. Because each one of the Dark Souls had a different vibe to their combat. Which, I'm actually surprised, Dan, that you said that you like difficult video games and you never played any of the Dark Souls. I would... It, 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 you gotta understand, my... I've only recently gotten back into playing more than just Final Fantasy XI and Final Fantasy XIV. Like, <laughs> I have a huge... I played every video game that ever came out until Final Fantasy XI came out, and then I didn't play any other video games until I got done with Final Fantasy XIV. So... It, Jumping into a Dark Souls 3, which was available when I was back into playing video games, was mm-hmm. not something that I wanted to do because I felt the, the number three next to a game scares me, man. Like, I don't know, what do I need? Are they just going to drop a whole bunch of mechanics on me and it's it's not going to be fun? So uh, that's why I I'm would... interested in this one because it's made by the same people, but it's its own beast. doesn't yeah. have a number after it. I've... I'm not into this one, although maybe in the future, if there's something about it that sparks me as being interested, but I would highly recommend that you pick up Dark Souls 1, actually. I yeah, think I mean, the remaster just came out, so it's it's definitely accessible. Like, you can get it. It's on the Switch, too, isn't it? Yep. It hurt, runs although, like pretty, pretty garbage on the Switch, though. I don't, I don't yeah, know if I'd I, recommend the Joy-Con for Dark Souls. <laughs> yeah, Dark Souls is a game that I firmly believe needs to be played with, like, a, an Xbox or a PS controller. Um, you can't really effectively play that unless you're insane with a keyboard and mouse. I don't know how it would play on like a Switch, but Dark Souls 1 was like the first game that I ever played in a well, now I'll say probably the first game I ever played that I found to be very, very difficult, but I started to learn that it wasn't unfair. It was everything that you did was a learning experience. It punishes you for being an asshole. Yeah, like every time I tried to extend myself and got punished for it, you have to realize that you were being overzealous and you made a mistake. Or like the first time you go into any boss, you're going to die because you need to learn what it's going to do and how to deal with that. And then there are all sorts of weird tactics that turn out to be really effective. Like it wasn't until halfway through the game that I was fighting this boss that I couldn't beat all the memes started about man-moding things and <laughs> i was like all right what the fuck is man-moding and they're like man-moding is you literally strip all your armor off and you just take the either the fastest or the biggest weapon that you can carry and uh you've played fighting games so you know what iframes are right invincibility frames yeah. Sorry, your your video is really laggy for me so oh, okay. what you're saying is like <laughs> only coming through five seconds later but uh when you have like no weight, you have more iframes when you roll. So if you strip off all of your equipment and you have like zero weight, then you have such a longer time when you're rolling to be invincible. So you can basically go full on agility, beating the shit out of things and rolling away, trying to manage your stamina, but you're a glass cannon because if you get hit once, you're fucked. Like it'll just they'll just one shot you. But that's the trade-off because I would always play as like a tanky shield guy with like a medium sword, and eventually I'd get to a boss that would just wipe the floor with me over and over again. And I'm like, I, there's nothing I can do to beat this guy with my skill level, 
So I gotta just strip naked and go for it. That's all you gotta do. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a dagger and I'm just gonna go poke 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 and just keep also rolling while you're not allowed back at the zoo. Yeah, but there, like I said, it wasn't unfair at any point, and it was. It also is one of those games where when you finally beat one of the bosses, you have a real actual sense of accomplishment, especially if you didn't look it up. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's it's uh. I, so, Jeff here, you, since you're probably the only one that's actually played all of them, Dark Souls, Bloodborne, or this, which should I jumped into first for my first From game? Um, I don't know, it really comes down to taste. I, I would say... <laughs> I, lo- I like the aesthetic of this game the most. I like the atmosphere of it. It's, I mean, somebody described it as, like, Ninja Gaiden Black, which I thought was a really cool game and didn't think was as hard as everyone thought it was. Like, everyone's like, oh, God, it's the hardest game ever. I'm like, it's pretty hard, but, like... I think this would this would be a good introduction into that type of game without having to jump into a trilogy. Okay. So I would either go with this or Bloodborne, and since you said the samurai aesthetic appeals to you, I would go with Sekiro. Yeah, Bloodborne just is kind of... Everything's, like, man, it's just really wet. Kind of really... <laughs> And the, uh, the, not a big fan of that. I don't like I don't like spooky stuff. You know, I mean, it's not really spooky. It's kind of just kind of gross. But uh, yeah, uh, not having played uh, secu- whatever it's called, is it Sekiro? I, I've stuck. That's with how Sekiro, white people say that's it. How I'm going. All right. Not having played Ninja Gaiden Black, <laughs> and not having access to Bloodborne, if it gets you into the FromSoft games. I would, and you like the aesthetic, I'd say hands down, yeah, go play the, the ninja one. But um, if you ever want to get into more of like the medieval-ish type weapons and interests, I'd definitely say go play Dark Souls 1. And Dark, Dark Souls 1 in particular, because it didn't have as many mechanical choices, which is just sort of easier for a beginner. And all of the stats and things made a lot more sense than some of the later games. And Dark Souls 1 actually had a really good map, too. So as you're playing and moving along, you can see how where you're going sort of intersects and combines with the other parts of the game. And so navigating to where you should be is a lot easier than 2, which was very fragmented. And 3 is fine, but I I wouldn't start there if you have the choice. I'd go with, like, 1, 1, or Remastered. I I will throw out, though, that... uh... Best Buy, I still have my Gamers Club discount, and they they had a physical edition of the PC copy, except for that the disc is made of cardboard. (laughs) So I don't, other than giving me 20% off, I don't know why they made it. But thanks, Best Buy, for whatever you decided. Wasting the trees. Plastic (laughs) trees, time to ship it to my house instead of emailing me a code. All of it. Just, yeah. There's a reason you had a gamers club, and this is probably why. I would have laughed if you went up and they just like scanned the game and gave you the receipt with the code on it, and then just went and put the game back on the shelf. (laughs) I I picture like uh, like an elderly woman buying this for her grandson, getting home and putting the piece of cardboard in the CD tray and wondering why it's not installed. Hold on, get the CD thing back out. Does it say to not put it in your CD drive? Because I bet it says don't put in your CD drive on there. Um. We're suing. No, it it does not say, it, but it does it tell ruined, you to activate ruined, your code. It ruined my CD drive. Go ahead and jam oh. it in. 
I'll uh, I'll ship this out to you so you can you can fuck up your computer. <laughs> and one more game that I played that I'm gonna strongly urge everybody to consider okay. is a game called Outward. Ass. It just came out yesterday, and it was by a team of ten people. It looks like Morrowind when it came out, but it is a game where you are not special. You start off the game, you're not the hero, your ship gets, uh, you wreck against the shore, and when you come to, you find out that you owe 150 silver, uh, or they're going to take your house away. So right away, they're like, hey, you don't know what you're doing, you don't know anything about this land, fuck you, you owe us money. And if you don't pay them within five days, you lose your house, and that's where the game starts. Uh, the combat is Dark Souls Light. And if this game came out like ten years ago, it would have been game of the year candidate. But because it looks like it looks like shit, uh, <laughs> I was gonna say this looks said, a little shitty. But... It, it, you you it, said it this looks... is called Outworld. Outward. 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 Oh, it looks say, like is... shit, but it's. Is it like? Is it like on the nose? Look like shit. Like it knows it looks like shit, or is this just it's... like the best they could do? It looks like the High School Musical version of Morrowind is the best way I can describe it. But, but I'm having I'm having fun just like moving around this world because they don't they don't do a good job of really telling you what you need to be doing. It's just kind of one of those like I complained about earlier not liking open ended uh here's the world, go do what you want. But there is an actual story to the game and it has this weird thing that is almost extinct and it is local split screen on the PC. Huh. Or you can play multiplayer in this open world online. Hmm. Do you are the mechanics sound? Uh, fighting's a little clunky, but nothing that couldn't be patched out later. I, I guess like I said I wouldn't recommend going out and buying it immediately, but I want it on your radar. Because, like, janky looking or feeling games. I'm fine with as long as they still have some aspect that's good, whether it be storytelling or mechanics or whatever. Like, I'm probably one of the only people on the planet that enjoyed Two Worlds <laughs> when they came out. I, I and... did. I do own a copy of that game because I heard how just overly ambitious and shit it was, and I wanted to check it out. Yeah, it's sort of like the uh, Chinese ripoff of um like a morrowind or something like that like it's it's that same sort of free for all giant zone but it's it's like really poorly done and before they patched it there was just hilarious shit that you could do because any weapon in the game could if you found multiples you could just sort of glue them together to make a better version of it so right off the bat you'd collect like 50 shit spears and then just jam them together and make the ultimate shit spear right in the beginning of the game and just like stab everybody to death or you could stack all cards were like magic so you just stack every last like fireball that you could together to make one enormous fireball with your entire like eight uh, mana pool so yeah, I, thought I, you were, I thought you were comparing it to like Disney's High School Musical. I'm like, oh, no, no, it's like a high school, high school musical cast. I mean, Lovato was in that. <laughs> you have to, you have to. So, so you keep you keep comparing games to Morrowind, and I, 
man, I hate those games. I hate <laughs> like so. You're really not appealing. Not going to sell me on anything by comparing it to Morrowind because the the combat in those games is but uh, fair enough. No. I'm, I'm still super early into this game, but it was enough enough of a hook to pull me in that I wanted to try it. I really enjoyed Morrowind like 15 years ago when I first illegally downloaded it and played it for like a bunch of hours, and then it it has not aged well at all. It's the worst. off or badly stage fighting. That, 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 that's like how you. That's the combat in Morrowind. That's okay. that's what you do. Oh yeah, I got a sword. Whack 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 whack. It's like <laughs> it's not not fun. The right. the only mechanic that was good was making your own magic. I do want to uh, just pull the emergency brake on this podcast right now and ask, uh, Max, is your wife around? Yeah, she's uh, listening. Okay. Cause, so uh, you can directly ask her a question. Uh, she she can she can show up, because I have it on good authority that you received some fan mail this week. I did? You did receive some <laughs> fan mail this week. Was, was she, did she not let you in on that? No. Oh, well, she, she should be taking her for fucking ever time getting over to the camera. She so said she's been probably, hiding it from me. She has it. been hiding it from you. I don't know what this fan mail is. I know, that's why I waited till today to reveal it so that you would open it on camera. It's a box. Is it a box <laughs> of ramen? You you received a mystery box from a fan. Is this from Jeff? Because I don't want to open it. It's probably like ricin or I'm, something i'm i'm aware of its existence so there's a good chance it's for me <laughs> well it's not a 40 pound bag of rice so <laughs> okay is it half not half a box i i, I didn't want to watch you for another podcast stare off screen oh, why did i lose your audio wait can you still hear us yeah i'm uh say something there we go, there we go. no no we're good we're good I didn't want to see you stare aimlessly into the corner for another podcast. So, Jeff, did you buy this for him? I did, yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's not really fan mail, it's friend mail. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of surprised how we got a package and I did not notice. That's You were streaming. I, I had to cancel the original order and time it again with long shipping so it would get there when you were streaming. <laughs> I, well, I do believe I owed be, you something from earlier last true. week. I mean, I would have accepted the twenty-seven cents, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll f have a feast. I'll bring this to uh, Dave and Buster's on Saturday. We can all have some ramen. There you go. <laughs> uh, little backstory: I made him waste a seasoning packet of ramen it's... on a order of French fries. The uh, the noodles are still on my island. Because Sarah said she would use them. Now, so, there's one more thing in there. There, there is a note uh, included. No, wait. Did that, did that set you back a whole buck fifty? This was probably at least two dollars. It was about <laughs> worth it. It was it worth says, it. Let's it says, "Hi, Raz." You spelled my name wrong. Uh, fan of the show, please use water, you monster, from Pinball Jeff. <laughs> so i i do request that you use water with at least one of those packs of ramen all right i will thank you i'll add it what to my day. uh what a, what a day is also the day that the ramen emoji gets that's true moved. it's just everything's just all lo looking up i i was gonna let you two in on this last week and then he popped in early. i was i was i was informed <laughs> of this uh, okay yeah 
I was not, and I enjoyed it. Thank you. <laughs> That's a lot of ramen. I'm glad. I, I'm glad I could potentially kill you with sodium. Well, that is wait, a lot because the viewer counts are way low right now. We're, this, we're bringing, this dragging is, everything down just to you, make up for the lack of ramen. How did you get this my home be, address? I'm friends with your wife. <laughs> okay. <laughs> double checking. Wait, so we're missing an important aspect of this, though. How were the fries with the seasoning? Um, one whole package for a large um, th fries from McDonald's. Way, way too much. Ooh. It tasted good, but it was like way over salty. So too I would powerful. suggest either two orders of fries and one <laughs> packet of uh, chicken seasoning. Or how is your suggestion to be a shittier person? <laughs> <laughs> or use half a packet of the seasoning. But uh, it was actually really good. It was really That's good. Half a packet is half a packet enough to eat a dry ramen cracker. So if you like, could you use half a packet on just the ramen brick, and that would be well, enough? Or is see, that not enough? I, um. It's probably enough because there's usually some leftover like on the plate, because you know I'm not crazy and just like sucking it up. You don't lick it. <laughs> no. Lick it you're, just, at the end. you're just doing a line of it, <laughs> rubbing it on. But the, I don't know. It was really weird. Like the the flavoring plus the fries. It was really weird. But I'm glad I tried it. Well, I guess. Actually, I have a I have a suggestion. How about going no salt on the McDonald's fry? Is that a thing people can do you can ask for it you can ask for it that's like a life that's, hack that's, that's the like best part of the fries though it's on, it's on the life hack thing it's how you get fresh french fries you ask for yeah. no salt so they have to drop you a fresh batch of french fries down. he's that's, right that's they the do. best part though i know no, but you're but you're putting even better could, salt on it yeah if you could just freebase mcdonald's salt right into your veins i mean that would be ideal i don't know i think it was just too much uh, msg in one tiny packet of fries so i do appreciate the rama jeff i will treasure this Yes. And uh, every time I eat ramen, I will think of you for the next 24 do have, times. Do you have enough? Do you have enough room in the ramen drawer for all that? Uh, probably not, to... because we just bought a 12 pack um, oh, from Aldi's yeah, this Sarah weekend on Saturday, and she's like, "God damn it, he bought 12 packs of ramen. <laughs> this is this is not a problem. He just has way more ramen now." Yeah, I will you gotta, say, you gotta get like a little table, put it on in the background, like be set. Dialing, just, uh, yeah, set it up. You. That's that's yeah. a good Tell idea. We're getting you sponsored by ramen. We can uh, like put ramen. a shelf like right here, maybe. Just stack them all. So See, look at this. He's coming alive. I've never seen him this yeah. alive on a podcast. I oddly I enough, told you, I, if we don't talk about video games, we're good. Go ahead. I think Ryan's actually right though. Where, uh, I think you're better off getting two fries <laughs> instead of trying to do half a packet because I think it would be too difficult with that tiny packet to like figure out how to directly measure half of it when Reason. you could just get two fries and just use the whole packet and not have to can you eat two, can you eat two, fr two oh, large definitely. french fries from 100 percent. if that's all i had for lunch yeah well i saw that uh, tankard from burger king you just picked up to drink out of so i uh, know yeah. you had more than just yeah. a fry for lunch i'm sorry dan but i did get fries instead of onion rings what <laughs> you get onion rings and then they give you an errant fry no, no. in your box. Yeah, I got French fries. Yeah, you always it's get one free fry decision. with every order of onion rings. And it's rings. the best kind of fry because it's like a fat, crispy fry that just would not go in any other order. I'm pretty sure there's no actual onion inside the Burger King onion ring. I think it's just like funion dust that they've. <laughs> no, there there are because when you the, the thing I hate about an onion ring is when you bite into it and like. Most of the onion comes out, but then falls uh, like on your chin and burns the shit out of you because you're a fat piece of shit who can't wait to get home after you. We've left we've all been there. 
<laughs> we all have like half moon scars. <laughs> like I used to do the Arby's challenge when I would when I lived in my other house, is there was an Arby's close to where I worked, so I would run get some Arby's, and then it was, will there be curly fries left on my five minute ride home? And it's almost always no. Well, no, I mean the, the fries of any fast food restaurant have a very small window of edibility. If they get cold, they're garbage. Oh, you yeah. can just throw them out. You always eat the fries first, always. Yeah. Do they, uh, were we talking about five for five? They don't do that anymore, do they? Arby's? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, I don't think they've done the five for five. For There's only year. one thing to order at Arby's, and that's a chicken bacon Swiss. It's an order of curly fries. No. Hmm. Uh, the, the classic classic roast beef, man. Yeah, that's the at. roast beef's good. Yeah. Isn't it, like, liquid? What? No. Liquid roast beef? <laughs> Are you sure? No, I've, I've seen them put it Arby's in the thing. Sauce, yeah. It's a, it's a big slab of meat they put in an oven back there. Uh, are you sure it didn't come from a bag that they, like, plopped out into a tray to form a beat? I'm pretty hey, sure it's you liquid. Do want, you I'm do not sure want that Arby's sponsorship money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Reach out to Arby's now. Arby's. It's think, liquid beef. <laughs> I think you're confusing Arby's with Taco Bell when the, they just have the bag meat. Taco Bell does have bag meat. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Arby's has liquid They also have a gun full of sour cream. <laughs> You know, Subway should just have that with their mayo for how much they put on. Because super rarely I'll go to Subway because it's close to work. And every time I'm in line, there's somebody who orders a fucking, like, sub. And they're like, do you want mayo? And they're like, yeah, just a little bit. And they're like, okay. <laughs> they just fucking, like, paint a whole. As somebody who's married to somebody that gets extra mayo, it's, it, that's, they, it's not true. They, they, she, she needs more. See, I'll do a uh, like an Italian, and then I'll do. I'll say I want some Italian dressing Wait, on spicy it. Spicy Italian or BMT? Uh, whichever. Do you spend one the extra like. fifteen cents for ham? I say I would like an Italian, and whatever what? There's series two options. of whatever series of letters they say after is the one I go with. Because <laughs> uh, I'll I'll eat either one, but um, I'll say, can I get some Italian dressing and some light mayo? Meaning, I don't want the mayo that has 100% of the fat. I want the one with 90% of the fat. And they'll go, okay, like a little strip of Italian dressing. Ah, shit, we got folders out now. Um, Trying to make something happen here. Then they'll give you regular mayonnaise, but just a little bit? No, no, no. They'll give me a lot of the light mayonnaise. Oh, okay. That's the purpose (laughs) of getting the light mayonnaise. Definitely. I I don't like the way they just tip of that squeeze yeah. bottle and put like a quarter of it out it's just absurd and it disturbs me say something dan some, oh you you're actually days. synced up now yeah it's the great. whole time you've been lagging <laughs> for 54 <laughs> minutes and now you I'm, fix it i didn't have I'm, one so. <laughs> i'm surprised that you can't just offer them an t- extra 20 cents and they'll just like shoot it right into your mouth across the, did you ask? the table did you no. ask I don't yeah, like video, so I'm not. You, you talking like hibachi style, where they shoot the sake in your mouth, like they just like. Yeah. The, t- the turnover. Just, just flip a fucking dollar on the table. They're like, all right. <laughs> the turnover at my subway in town, they would probably just squirt squirt it right in your mouth because they won't be there next week. <laughs> it would we, be a good story for their next we have, job. We have pretty good. Our, our our fast food workers are are pretty well, you know, tenured. Yeah, I there's don't like a, that the, because the they man... know they know my order when I come back, and I really do not want that. 
the, the manager at KFC was described by uh, Yelp as ruining somebody's New Year's Eve. And ever <laughs> since that, I took the time to learn her name. I mean, anybody that can ruin somebody's New Year's Eve with chicken yeah. is somebody I hey, needed to know. You went to KFC for your New Year's Eve dinner and the manager ruined your New Year's Eve? <laughs> get the fuck out of here. I, I agree. I don't like when they actually start to get to know you because Starbucks, that's like part of their imperative is to get to know the customers if they keep coming in and so i like i forget that they do that so i'll walk over to the starbucks with my boss and then the person is like hi sean hi steve and i'm like the fuck are you like (laughs) did i go to high school with you like what's going on that's that's your first thought is uh did you go to high school with me (laughs) probably because i haven't been a regular at a place and I have to get to go back to Boots. It was a little convenience store that we lived. Max and I lived in a, an apartment complex, and the people knew what my sandwich order was before I even said anything. That was because we ordered it like three times a week. So when I how, did, Starbucks, how did we get it? Oh, I mean, sometimes delivered. Yeah, by who? Children. <laughs> by the small child. <laughs> they would they would give the kid a pack of cigarettes and our subs, and he would walk the. Uh, the length of the hallway to deliver our food for us <laughs> and our cigarettes. Yeah, it's, it's it's like you get carded by the kid. And, can I see your ID? He's like, shit, can I see your ID? What the hell, man? Uh, I, there used to be a movie theater around here where, like, the, the girl that worked the front desk was, like, 16. Like, just caricature of a nerdy, greasy 16-year-old kid. And I would be, like, 25, 26, and I would go see an R-rated movie, and she would be like, can I see your ID? Get out of here, child. Just let me in. <laughs> yeah. uh, I told uh, Sarah about Ryan's ramen eating habits. <laughs> was she and also she was... disgusted? Yeah, she okay. was. She was like, "Wait, he doesn't put water in them." I was like, I've... "No, he just eats them." And I was like, "This isn't this isn't a rare thing. It's just sort of uncommon to hear." But there's plenty of people who eat it dry. And she's like, well, why doesn't he put water in it? And I was like, probably because he was too lazy or it's just He's an extra got step. three minutes. And, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, you don't understand. Ryan is both the most motivated and the laziest person I have ever known in my entire life. <laughs> like, like if he's passionate about something or like something, it's all in. But for everything else, it's what is the basic function of life that I can get away with? <laughs> like, Pretty much. That's yeah, a very good description of me, I would say. Yeah, I, I think if there's something that you enjoy and you like, there's like you'll master it. You'll you'll be extremely focused and all in on it. He will be the very best, like no yes. one ever was. Exactly. I was hoping somebody would pick up on that. Become a mental <laughs> samurai. By the way, did you see this new TV show from LeBron James where they? They uh, have regular people yeah. get chased by athletes for a mile or something. Yeah, I did see that. <laughs> like, I think that's the best concept for a TV show ever. My my wife is just a LeBron hater, so we're not allowed to watch that in the house. She I, has no business. She's like, LeBron's overrated. She's never watched a basketball game. <laughs> it's because uh, her hoop dreams are over, but LeBron keeps going. Is that it's it? Also, think, it's hosted it's by strange. Tim Tebow, so it's like, eh, whatever. Ah, yeah, yeah. I don't pass. Yeah. That's a hard pass. I, I think it's because she lived in Cleveland right when LeBron James left Cleveland. And even though she wasn't a real Clevelander, she still she was probably still out there burning his jersey with the rest of them. 
Is Tim Tebow that. still relevant, or does he just he plays baseball for the Mets? He's hosting a TV show yeah. now. Yeah. Does he still even play baseball? Yeah, he was in yeah. camp. Yeah, hmm. yeah, they, he's a huge draw. Every time he comes to like any ballpark, they sell out. He was a football player, right? That's the thing. Right. Yeah. Yes. How long did he play football for? Long enough to knock the Steelers out of the playoffs, and yeah. then I think he, he played like uh, two years. I want to say. For who, Denver? Maybe maybe three. No more than three. Uh, Did he get uh, traded to somebody else other than uh, Denver? He was uh, he was on the Eagles practice squad for a while. Um, but aside from that, I don't know. Well, I mean, he's one of those weird athletes that like made a big splash. And so if you say his name, people who aren't even really interested in the sport, like myself, they know who Tim Tebow is. Whereas LeBron James is one of those people who's been there at this point for fucking ever. So... That's how you know him is that he's good at what he does and he has just been this constant presence. So you know him. But outside of people doing that bullshit T Boeing thing that was, you know, there for a hot second, the guy kind of came and went. Mm-hmm. Well, ESPN is still really mediocre him, so, at your sport. So he still gets the, the ESPN push anytime he does anything remotely good like he hits a home run once it'll be the lead on sports center yeah uh, so they just they just it's like he's, uh he's, cult of, he's a, it's human a cult of personality i don't think he has that much personality like the he's really famous for giving that speech where he's like you'll never see anybody who will fight harder than me and you'll never see anybody who will win better than me it's like this this you're kind of rambling a little bit like i'm not very articulate but i think i probably could have done a little bit better they they printed it out it's on a plaque outside the locker room it's Sounds like a Malcolm X speech. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he plagiarized it. Probably. You heard it here first. Tim Tebow plagiarized Malcolm X in that speech (laughs) he gave outside the locker room. We're we're not getting that mental samurai money. We're not getting that Mets minor league money now. No. Just burning sponsors. If we can get sponsored by the Mets minor league team. Mets are cheaper than we are. (laughs) Oh, hey, fantastic segue. Because we're going to bend this back to It games. really ruins the segue when you say fantastic segue. Yeah, I'm setting it up myself. Fuck you. So. <laughs> where, where was this enthusiasm on the intro? Yeah, it didn't exist. <laughs> so, uh, I picked up a new game. It actually arrived like five hours ago. New. This, define new. New, new uh, as in you probably haven't heard of it before. I have no what? idea how old it is. Release date. Oh, okay. No, I don't fucking know. Uh... It is going along with my horrible new diet that we're doing. So I picked up, uh, because I need to start exercising too, so I can get off the diet and I can do exercise. I can't stand just going to the gym though, because I just get bored if I'm sitting on a machine. I'd rather do something. So uh, I got this card game called Stack 52, which is backwards in my thing. And it's high intensity interval training. Yeah, but it's like a card game. So they all have different like colors and exercises and shit. My girlfriend would love that. Yeah. Sounds like the worst card game to me. Well, the the way it's set up is like these cards have different point values and exercise levels, but because of the way it's formatted, you can play like a ton of different styles of game with them, including like there's power up cards and things for when you play with other people so you're basically trying to play this weird strategy game where you're trying to do 
certain exercises to get as many points as you can while at the same time being able to sabotage the other people you're playing with so you can swap or steal cards or you do like x many reps of whatever exercise you have but uh if somebody has like a bunch of leg ones where they're just like constantly working out their legs then you can just swap one of your leg ones to them and try to burn them out so they can't continue <laughs> and Sounds i was like vaguely that? dangerous yeah well i mean just you have to stop because you just lose feeling in your legs so i was like that that shit sounds like fun to me if I ever get a chance to play with somebody else where you just like do an exercise combat with each other, like a weird version of Uno, where it's just like uh, instead of dropping a wild card draw four on somebody at the last moment, you're like, oh, so you just did like a bunch of arm workouts and you can't feel your arms anymore. Uh, fuck you, do some wide arm push-ups. <laughs> Are you actually doing these or is this fake doing exercise i'm confused no it'll be it'll be real once we start so i can check it out i don't actually know how to play because i just opened it while i was sitting here and it requires you, you have combined game. something you hate with something you would obsess over which is a card game yeah yeah and i like it that they have qr codes on them so if you don't know what the hell it's supposed to or do you scan it with your phone and it immediately takes you to like a super quick here's what this is and how to do it because uh like the picture for mountain climber i don't know what the fuck i'm really supposed to be doing because it's the same exact picture twice so i'm like uh, okay alternating your legs with your arms like you're climbing uh, is is that like you're standing there with are you called crawling there? kind of yeah Reverse crunch, scissor squat. Well, Some of these mountain climber, the game in Price is Right, where you're the little yodely guy and then he falls off the, the I edge. I think it's called mountain climber. Yeah, that's the only mountain climber that I really am interested in playing. I haven't watched since Drew Carey took over, so I couldn't tell you. I watch it every day. I watch it every day. What's your What's your favorite one? Don't say Plinko. Everyone says Plinko. Yodeling, Price is Right. When an old lady um... can't use a wheel. Hang, cliffhangers favorite. game? Cliffhangers. Is that what it is? Yeah, cliffhangers. That's a good one. I like that or one. Or when you have to guess the high-low price of a price nobody has ever paid for Dawn detergent. It's like <laughs> $582 for a bottle. It's like nobody's it's ever a bonus buy. The bonus buy price. It's an MSRP, man. I don't know if I have a favorite game. I like the, uh, I like the one where they write the big check. You know, you gotta write a check. Like the, the one where I, I think it's literally, think it's literally called check game. Down. It's the worst skill wise, but Plinko. I, think I just said don't do Plinko. Everybody yeah, does Plinko. It's, it's just because it's more entertaining to watch it go down and watch people start freaking out. But uh, actually, you know what? I lied. Sorry. Go ahead, Steve. Uh, I was gonna say it's not really a game, but I do like the wheel that everybody winds up doing to try to get the dollar. No, they have a dice rolling game, so that's definitely my favorite game. It's one where like they have a card, they have a car, and you have to roll, you know, a dice one through six, and uh, the numbers in the car are obviously one through six. So if yeah. you roll a one and the number is not a one, obviously you pick higher or lower based higher on what lower. you roll. Yeah. 
I'd rather watch Card Sharks at that point. <laughs> also available for streaming on Amazon. <laughs> so it's we're funny. Not, we're not doing a post show today. So this is the whole thing. Like, we're just going to broad like, do this entire thing. This whole thing's going out. So just FYI. Sure, whatever. I, so I don't actually, play your soundboard. <laughs> I think it's funny that we were talking about The Price is Right because I just saw a meme today where uh, Drew Carey was in and somebody came up in a wheelchair and they won the fucking treadmill. They'll give you cash value for that. Yeah, like, yeah. You, you don't have to accept any uh, prize, I believe. Yeah, they always always take cash value. I like. Uh, I was a big fan of the golf game, especially when Bob was was hosting, because he'd always shame everybody because he would crush the putt. I don't think they do that anymore. I've never yeah, seen that. No, that's old school. Because I, I, mean, I, I forgot. I haven't been sick in like seven years, and I think it's a pre-qualifier that you have to be sick or a mom to watch The prices Right. Well, you don't have to be sick, but you at least have to have uh, faked sick to get off of school. Uh, I wasn't that cool. Uh, every time I was home from school, I was actually sick. Yeah, no. Like, no. We, had, we had to be like deathbed to stay home. I skipped constantly. I think my grandma died once every year when I was in school. Yeah, next teacher's not going to know about it. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, do you want to bend it back to games, or do you want to keep going off topic? Um, if, you, if, you can, if you can try to get us back on topic, but uh, I'm telling you, this, this, this game podcast <laughs> is, has no passion when we're talking about video games, because our, our play styles are so different from each other. Well, that and we we had to wait for somebody else to finish talking, and then the other person comes in, and then the third person's like, "Fuck that! I hate that!" And yeah. it's like just derails the entire conversation. Well, I can hit uh, at least Dan and Ryan with this one because I don't think you play Final Fantasy. Which one is the new online one? I keep fucking 14. up the numbers. Fourteen. Mm-hmm. So uh, they just announced. Wait, two... Before you start, let me get in my yeah. next position. Okay. <laughs> you have to cover your face. You can you can join in this. No, one no, with your head, with your head. <laughs> yeah, there it's, you go. It's <laughs> a it's a weird. <laughs> it's a weird take on video games and social justice warring, <laughs> because uh, I stumbled into this article, and it was just this hate filled article about these two new races in Final Fantasy, and I was like, what the fuck is are people's problems and the two new races that they're going to introduce are the the bunny girls i forget what they're called the anime titties yeah that's the the fan service ones number Mm -hmm. two because they already have cat girls and do the cat girls and the anime bunnies feud to the death because there can only be one see pretty much the the anime bunnies weren't in 11 so like i don't the 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 bunny women came in, in in 12 yeah, they're they're from the Final Fantasy Tactics world, which is Ivalis, but it seems like Final Fantasy fourteen, they're just going with who or whatever. Oh, it's everything. It's it's like a celebration of all things Final Fantasy. Yeah, because the second race was the race from Final Fantasy ten, those like giant blue cat guys that have like the unicorn horn. Do that again? <laughs> yeah, can we no. meme can we meme <laughs> this real quick? <laughs> But uh, so they made them. Ex- they made them exclusive, so you can only be a bunny girl, not a bunny guy, and you can only be a unicorn cat guy and not a unicorn cat girl. And apparently, this is the most 
like outrageous thing that could have ever fucking happened to a bunch of game nerds because i don't know why i was like yeah, why? It's, it's actually just probably the most outrageous thing to happen to two or three and then they yelled about it a lot and then everyone got everyone like you was like what's everybody so upset about and then my parents find out about it, and then I have to hear about it at Thanksgiving. And I, don't want to make <laughs> I was watching the Today Show, and they told yeah. me. Yeah, it was like the the comments section was going nuts because I just was kind of laughing at it. Well, and as they you were know, trying. Gamers are very reasonable people who yeah. like change and are very open to new ideas. So I guess the the biggest like complaint that they had was that the bunny girl race actually has bunny dudes. But in their lore, they don't ever come out. They're like, they just hide. And they're their own culture, so you can't play them. But the unicorn cat guys just definitely have unicorn cat girls. They just exist side by side. So they're like, well, why can't you play as a girl with them? And why because can't we play as the Final Bible? Fantasy and you added a new fantasy past yeah. Final Fantasy. <laughs> I can't have it was it was just the dumbest discussion and i'm sitting there like reading this article and they're just like why can't i play as a bunny with a dick and i'm like what the fuck does it matter because so that takes programming doing... resources to do you can cosplay that you have a dick there or put it in your head uh i, I find it interesting though any game that gives me a chance to pick uh the gender of my character i always pick a female character same i, I don't no rhyme or reason to it. I just I've played as dude characters all my life, so now I'm playing as yeah, I mean, female it's, characters. It's, I mean, it's every video game we played until we were able to choose characters outside of like Tomb Raider, we were always the same macho dude. So you know, I like to change it up. Sometimes I like to wear a dress. You know, what are you, gonna, <laughs> you want to fight about it? Sometimes he plays games, folks. <laughs> I I always play as the most average guy that I can possibly manage to make. <laughs> so. But, uh, Dan, what did you play in Final Fantasy fourteen? I was, I was a Mithra. You played as a cat girl? Mm-hmm. Of course you did. Uh, Ryan always played, I'm going to guess, it's the Taru Tarus. Yep. That was, that was, that was, that was him. Pretty much. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like the, the, the Mithra was like the, of all the women characters, you knew you were playing with a dude if you were playing with a Mithra. There were no female Mithra players. Yeah, that was that was definitely the thing back when we played. It was like every single cat girl, you're like, nope, that's a guy. But I, rem- I, re- I distinctly remember getting into a full-on argument about my haircut in the game with another dude playing another Mithra. <laughs> my haircut was ugly. So it's... Some of the cattiness came over. This is why I uh, married somebody who played a female human and not uh, a cat girl. <laughs> yep. So you're saying if she played as a cat girl, hold things off? But well, circling back to your earlier gameplay, you probably should have married your friend according to that other game. Yeah. Yeah, but we didn't Better compatibility. <laughs> he, he always had more time than I did to play games, so we started playing Final Fantasy together, and then... I would go to college <clears throat> during the day, like twice, and I'd come back and he's like, oh, you're still level like 13? I'm level 45. Like I've played nonstop without sleeping for the past three days. And I'm also like, fused to the, the chair. Fuck? Yeah, yeah, pretty that, much. That game was not friendly for people with different play styles. Like you had to find people to play with that were on the same schedule as you and were committed 
because as soon as you got a level or two off of each other, you couldn't play with each other anymore. No, yeah, he he outleveled me pretty quickly, and then he found this like super awesome niche group because he uh, he always worked third shift, so when he played, it was prime time Japanese. Oh, the Japanese so, were awesome at that game. They had it yeah. for a year before we did. Well, he he found a group, or a group found him because he played bard, and they just made him their little mp regeneration bitch while a bunch of black mages would just sit there and burn everything and basically they would just give him free experience and he would just sit there and play the same song over and over again yeah and anybody who chooses to play bard just likes to live life on easy mode yeah well he would tell me stories about it because they could always just use that weird auto translate text thing that's weird. That was the best part of the game. Yeah, I was gonna say that I <laughs> well, still, was... whenever I'm typing, I mash the tab key after yeah. like sentences, trying to get the auto translator to come up. Yeah, yeah. If they made a plug-in for that for like my regular computer. <laughs> I, that's the only oh, way. Yeah. I, I I definitely misspoke there. It, it was actually an amazing item. Thanks because... for the offer, but I'll have to pass. Yeah, like you could you could have full communications with every language that could play, and it was great. So they would like try their best to tell him what they wanted, and they eventually would just cart him around to places to get him better gear by themselves. So he had like the Opo Opo crown, where you just eat bananas for tons of charisma or whatever. And he was like, they'll just try to tell me that they're taking me to go get better gear, and then they would just take him to do it. So it was sweet they, for they him. Actually, they actually announced that they're like putting a pretty big patch into that game and they have two more years worth of content for 11 yeah for kind of makes no, me want to go back and play 11 how much is the uh, subscription nowadays uh, i don't know probably it's probably the same amount probably 12 bucks hmm. they did i mean it yeah, would they... take, i mean unless they did some really quality of life update and if they did then i probably wouldn't want to play but <laughs> if they made if they just gave me a max level character maybe i'd go back but that was I can't imagine trying to farm fame. If I have to hand in another goddamn cabbage, I'm done. <laughs> I don't know if they ever changed those systems. I went back a couple years after we left to see what it was like, and outside of all the beginner cities being totally dead because they never gave them a point to go back, it was always just, here's a new city, here's a new city, so the entire population just kept moving with them. So every starter city was totally dead, they gave you experience rings that would up the amount of experience that you got, and you got like a little buddy ring, which would summon an NPC to help you level if you couldn't make a party, because if you were low enough level and didn't know anybody, there wasn't anybody left there to help, because everybody was already just so far up. So they probably added some more quality of life stuff, but it's not like it used to be where you just spend the, your first month in the dunes over and over again well no i mean even even when we played they they patched those like there was level sync and there was you could summon like another guy like an npc to fight with you yeah your little was, little npc buddy yeah there was there was all kinds of stuff that they did but even still it was still months of grinding before you hit end game yeah i i left i just i can't i can't do that i left a few months uh while you guys were still playing and i switched over to wow for a few months we we, and we were wow too we had a we had a whole wow period i mean yeah, i didn't play I final fantasy until our 
your Post fifth year. Wow. I was going to say your fifth year. Dan's not my yeah. fifth year. <laughs> yeah, I The played... fifth year that I lived in State College. Yeah. I, I played Final Fantasy from last year of high school to beginning college. And then somewhere around there, I switched out to. Do you want to stand up the the private server again? Let's let make Jeff play Final Fantasy XI with us. We can, but I feel like I would get banned if I go back because they did not like me. Let's well, because you kept breaking the game. Yeah. How are you breaking the game? What'd you do? Uh, there's a spell that I guess there's a spell called break, which would petrify like basically every enemy. And um, in the normal servers, you it wouldn't work. Uh, it would work like as soon as you hit the enemy, it would unpetrify. But in this private server, it would stay petrified for like thirty seconds. So basically, mm -hmm. you could you could blow up literally every single mob in the game just as a red mage. Uh, so that's what I was doing. I was going around. I was like taking videos and stuff. And uh, the people who ran the private server really did not appreciate that. <laughs> nice. Way to go. But do they know you eat dry ramen? Uh, probably not. Uh, you gotta lead with that. Yeah. yeah. That's not something you can just break out. Just as soon as they start yelling, you'll be like, wait, don't yell at me. I eat dry ramen. <laughs> I mean, the game is fun. I would love to play again. I would like to play too, but not the way you play. The way you play is I just have to stand there and watch. Yeah. Because if I do anything, I mean, I, your... I play Final Fantasy XI as a single-player game, so... We definitely have uh, different experiences. I, I pretty the much single player and single MMO. player too. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, was... I, I'm like doing the hard stuff by myself. Like I will kite in NM for like three hours, just running in circles, with just Dia killing it over the course of three hours. Like that. That's how I play the game. That's how I enjoy the game. They put rage timers on almost everything now, so I don't know that any of that works anymore. Oh, well, then that's I don't lame. Play. Yeah, I. I pretty much did what you did, and I enjoyed it as a giant single-player sandbox where all I did was go collect items, craft. I would level when I had to, but only because I just get so frustrated with like bad groups and idiots. And that game was horribly unbalanced for trying to find a party because there was like two healer classes, and everything else was a variation of a damage dealer besides like two viable tanks. So. You were either a healer, a tank, or you stood in line with every other fucking DPS class and just looked for group forever, and it sucked. That's why you play Ren Mage Ninja and just play the game by yourself. Don't, don't <laughs> try to be a dragoon. That's exactly what I did. Yeah, I, I played with the, the, the most stereotypical piece of shit dragoon. No, Dark, uh, Dark Knight, where every single ability was bound to a macro that would say some super fucking well, obnoxious shit. You weren't that guy. What? No. Oh, okay. I was going to no, no. say. Like, uh, there was that ability called Last Resort for, uh, for a Dark Knight. And so every single time he used it in the group, this message would pop up that would say, the Last Resort in translated text I stayed at was a Motel 6. Alright, that's and, pretty good. I, was gonna, I thought he was going to go for the popper. I thought it was going to be cut my life into pieces. This is my, and then last resort in, in, in the, I've, I've seen that too. So those are funny when you see them like the first and second time, but then when you have, you have a call to... in them, yes. you have one of the call notifications too. Yes, you did. Kick them out. Yeah. So 
when you're trying to level and you have a jackass like that and you just see a message pop up every like eight seconds that says the Jeff's last go- resort I stated. Over. The last Jeff's, resort. Jeff's almost, it's almost, <laughs> we got we to gotta change topics. We're going to lose him. All right, I'm going to... I was going to derail on the pinball for a second, but then I was like, yeah, I'll let him go. I've never right. seen him this happy. Jeff, I'm going to throw you a bone then. All right. Uh, because you had just talked about this. What is your all-time favorite original soundtrack and or have you ever listened to a soundtrack not in-game? Like purchased or bought or otherwise listened to? So the the Persona 5 soundtrack is pretty good. Um, any any Final Fantasy soundtrack is really good. Wrong. There is um, probably once or twice a year I go back and listen to the soundtrack from Contra. Wrong. Really? Really. Because it's like 22 minutes long. Which is that... Fucking love it. Just work out um, to it. Just <laughs> pump iron to it. <laughs> I, I actually thought about this the other day. And um, my favorite video game song would be the um the, the night zone from sonic the hedgehog yeah uh probably play that if i had to pick one correct uh, answer uh, is uh godzilla the movie godzilla from 1994 that is the best soundtrack 94. with uh rage against the machines no shelter uh mm-hmm. p diddy yeah that yep. was 94 i think 96 it was. or 8 no it wasn't 94 it was 96. called Godzilla 2000, and it was came it? out in like 1998. Either way, that's the that's the correct answer to what's the best it soundtrack. Was, it was before 1998 because the Godzilla movie did get a pinball table. All right, look it Golden up. Sun look it up. Soundtrack. Wasn't Golden Sun a 1998? Golden uh, Sun is a fantastic fucking game. And Nintendo, because we know they listen to the podcast, you need to either reboot that, remake that, or come out with some sort of collection. Fuck Mother Three. I want Golden Sun. Wasn't that a uh, Game Boy game? Game Boy Advance. Game Boy Advance. So, <laughs> game Boy Advance game had the best soundtrack. It's a really good soundtrack. He is right. All right. All right they all right. are right. I did play. I think I beat Golden Sun, and then I needed to play the second one. I never did. Do, do video games that have regular music as their soundtrack count for this? Because it'd be neat Tony for Hawk Speed Hawk Speed two. <laughs> well, I mean, sure. Be, have you ever bought or downloaded a, and listened to a individual game soundtrack? I mean, I own like all the orchestral versions of all the Legends of Zelda music. But do you ever listen to them regularly or pop them on every once in a while? I don't listen to every anything regularly. It's <laughs> I'm not. I own things and I I I own movies and then I still watch the movie on TV. Like, that's the kind of person I am. Uh, you're, so, you would irritate the shit out of me because yeah, my, my girlfriend will do that where she'll be watching a movie that like we can we can stream it to like Chromecast or something and she's like no I'll just say, I don't want to load it up and get back to where I was at in this movie like, but you'll watch 90 minutes of commercials instead like mm-hmm. does yeah. not make any sense so yeah, the fact that I own a, a soundtrack doesn't mean that I listen to anything. Like, yeah, I, I've I've listened to it on YouTube. I listen to lots of things on YouTube. Sometimes I'll just throw on. Max getting called out in the chat. <laughs> Wait, what? What? The chat. So Max does this, and I hate yep. it in all caps. So for you, is it more of did a, I do what? You enjoyed it and you wanted to own it, but you didn't buy it so you could just listen to it whenever because you don't. 
I, I bought it because it, it's in a really nice case. All right, so it was more of a, a, a shelf decoration for you. It may actually be back there. I think it's back there somewhere. No, I'm, I'm so over, like, owning anything. Like, if you could just give me a subscription for life, like, that's all I want. I don't want to own <laughs> anything anymore. Like, I, I'm, I'm completely embraced this new, you know, you don't own a single thing. Like, I can't wait until, like, I can rent a car for a reasonable amount of money and, like, like the car will just come get me. Like, when self-driving cars comes out, I just want a service that I can buy and then it comes gets me. And then it drops me off at work. Yeah, you you want that? the end of Wally, then? Yeah, that's. Oh yeah, that's dude. Be I, the... I, cannot, I cannot wait until we get the hover beds and the things that floats <laughs> above your face. And the cankles and the, the, the end of Wally was depressing because they stopped doing all the cool stuff. Like that was the worst, saddest ending to a movie ever. If they would have ended the movie like 15 minutes earlier, where everyone was just having a great time floating around watching TV, <laughs> that's that's your happy end. The, the Dan director's cut. I... 15 less minutes of footage. You're right. It was 1998. I know. I'm right. I apologize. I watched, it, I watched it at the drive-in movie theater. I apologize. I firmly... it, wasn't, it wasn't called Godzilla 2000. That's a different movie. There was the... a Godzilla oh, yeah, 2000. I own movies, but they watch them on TV instead. Okay. Yeah, I watched The Mummy like on Netflix over and over again, even though I have Brendan all Fraser of the... Brendan Fraser Mummy. Uh... Yep, of course. That's a good one. Even though I have all the DVDs. Sarah bought me the DVDs, and I have not opened it, but I still watch the movies on Netflix. <laughs> Oh, did you, Netflix, is, Netflix is totally different than, like, if it was on TBS and you were like, oh, if it was on, if I had cable, like, we, I would watch it if it was on. Hands You'd out. sit through like, 40 I would sit through the commercials. commercials. Yep, yep. Instead of just putting See, the DVD in. The the idea of of going to your DVD player and putting a DVD in the tray, that's a commitment to the thing that I'm doing that I'm not willing to make. If I'm just watching a movie on TV, if I don't finish it, so be it. I didn't make any strive to, like, if once that DVD gets in the tray, I'm watching it the whole way through. That's not really what I'm interested in. Like, that's, so actually that's why Dumb and Dumber gets watched once a week on Comedy Central, even though I own, like, six copies of it. The only so, thing is I still have in case is over there I have the complete VHS DVD transfer of Mystery Science Theater 3000. Um, and then TV shows on DVD or Blu-ray. Everything else, I have thrown cases away or recycled them, and I just have discs now. But they've also been converted digitally so that I can stream them to a Chromecast through Plex or something like that. So I agree with Dan on the streaming or subscription for movies to a limitation, where if there's something that I really, really like or enjoy, and I always want to have access to it, I'll still buy something like. Uh, I don't have anything I'm, like that. I, I can't name anything that's like that for me. For well, I've I've seen a bunch of like shows and movies, especially the more like esoteric ones that will only survive on like Netflix for a little while and they disappear. So like, I really enjoy the Angry Video Game Nerd. And... I have a couple of those on DVD, and I don't know why because they're always available on YouTube. Well, they're always available on YouTube, and they actually are on, like, Prime. He got on there. But YouTube, although I doubt it, is not always going to be there, or something could happen to his channel, and they could disappear. And then I don't know how long oh my. the so service... The thing is, like, it wouldn't take that long before you'd forget about the Angry Video Game Nerd, and it wouldn't be that big of a deal. Um, no, but, but it's... You ever watch The Legend of Neil? No. That sounds really familiar. What is that? It's a 
parody of the legend of zelda it was like the golden age of people were making their own video content for youtube the really good series worth watching uh but about three four years ago they they took the whole thing off youtube and they just recently uploaded them to like crackle or some some odd video service nobody fucking uses hey crackle has joe dirt too <laughs> I, I i apologize to crackle and the executive wait is that the one where he time travels yes it is yeah <laughs> <laughs> See, that's I, a crackle I, original. I watched Joe Dirt too, and I don't fucking remember that. <laughs> Joe Dirt is probably the most criminally underrated movie ever made. Yes, uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of David Spade. Uh, you ever you really have to be a fan of David Spade. I mean, it's just a really, really good movie. And if you haven't given it a second chance, you probably should because it's really good. That's a dumb fucking movie. <laughs> I'm done with that fart. You want that too? Yeah, such a great movie. But if you ever get the chance to listen to his audiobook, because I'm a firm believer in if it's a comedian, fuck books, listen to them tell their story. Mm-hmm. Way more entertaining. Uh, his his audiobook about his career is fantastic. Even the stuff he gets into with like uh, when Chris Farley was alive and basically the reason they made a sequel to Tommy Boy was because David Spade wanted to do it. Wait, is this book that you're talking about uh, David Spade or Joe Dirt as David Spade? David Spade as David Spade, talking about David Spade's career from David Spade's perspective. Okay, because that is something I would listen to, whereas if you said there was a like Joe Dirt book audio done by David Spade, I'd be like, no, not a fucking chance. No, no, he, he kind of runs through his career and getting started and the early yeah. SNL days. It's a really good listen. Um, yeah, but I would not recommend reading the book because hearing hearing a comic talk about the best thing about hearing a comic do it is their timing. Yeah, you could say that reading a book would add ten years to my life, and I still wouldn't read that book. And I'd be That's dying ten years early. I am. <laughs> I I own a lot of books and sometimes just buy them, but I do it for the same reason that Dan does, where they just look nice on a shelf. I never crack them open. Uh, occasionally, I'll listen to an audiobook i finished the one by i don't actually ever remember his name uh but it's the guy who voices archer uh john h john, john benjamin yeah so he did a book on failure Speaking of Arby's. yeah i have and, that yeah and i i listened to it on audio and uh you it has, your head over there for it's, it has some Liquid high roast beef. it's pretty good <laughs> <laughs> they have the meats they but, have the meats, asterisk, juice. That that was a worthwhile listen to, but the only long-form things I ever listen to nowadays are either podcasts or, like, podcasts slash audio dramas. Yeah, the only other one I'll recommend definitively is Steve Martin's Born Standing Up, because he doesn't do comedy anymore. He just plays the banjo and yeah. gets super fucking annoyed when you ask him about how he was one of the greatest comics of all time. Uh, but he basically goes through his childhood, how he got into it, how he was doing like stage acting in a bunch of places, and how he just became this giant success. You mean how he was born a poor black boy? Yes. <laughs> but hearing him tell his story is, is worth it as well, which... Uh, as long as you're not in the EU, I'm going to drop this screw that I keep dropping and playing with. Um, you should be able to find it on YouTube. 
Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, I think uh, I think we'll wrap it up here because nobody's going to freaking listen to anything longer than an oh, hour and a half, no. hour and a half version of us. So, uh, Max thanks for watching. This is uh, this has been Random Encounters only the after show. Uh, stop by next week, Wednesdays, eight o'clock here on twitch.tv slash game night now, or catch the back archive over on YouTube or every podcast service. As long as I remember to hit publish, I forgot to hit publish until yesterday last week and we got zero views. I'm like, man, this shit bombed. We usually get like 10 listens. <laughs> so go out and check that stuff out. Uh, till next week, I'm Dan with Steve and Jeff and Max. Catch you next week. Gabe9now.com. Robin. You not publishing that cost us Kazakhstan. <laughs> <laughs>